Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. Hey church, so great to be able to connect with you today. We are looking at Acts chapter 8. Our subject is radical evangelism and I want to subtitle this scattered. I'm going to read right from the beginning of Acts chapter 8. It says this. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered, say scattered, throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Now, this chapter is such an exciting chapter. I don't have time to go into the whole of it. So I'll give you the Reader's Digest breakdown of what happens. Essentially, because of this persecution, there is a scattering of the church. And Philip, who we were introduced to a couple of chapters back, uh, when they were looking for people to help serve the and to work with the administrative tasks of the church. Philip goes out to a place called Samaria and begins to preach to them and all heaven breaks loose. Revival breaks out. There's signs and wonders and healing. People set free and the whole of Samaria is rocked by the message of Jesus. Uh, It then goes on and it talks about uh, essentially like a witch doctor who wants this power for himself uh, and is offering money for it. And it's just crazy, the story. And then Philip hears the voice of God saying to him, I want you to to go to a desert place right in the midst of this incredible experience that he's going through tells him to go off to this desert place to uh, and essentially that's all God tells him to do but then when he's there he meets an Ethiopian eunuch a servant of the queen of Ethiopia and he again speaks the good news to him and this guy becomes a follower of Jesus. It is an incredible story and it ends with Philip suddenly being whisked away in the the blinking of an eye to another part of the nation of Israel. Absolutely amazing. So I want to look at a couple of things from this story that we see. First of all, we have been introduced to a church that is alive, that is powerful, that is seeing amazing things happen in Jerusalem. Thousands of people are turning to the message of Jesus. Signs and wonders are breaking out everywhere. I'm sure that they thought that they were fulfilling the scriptures. The scriptures said that all people would come to the mountain of the Lord. And I'm sure that they thought, this is amazing. We are right in the middle of what God has for us. And yet the reality is they had yet to fulfill the commandment that Jesus left them with. The very last commandment that Jesus leaves them with is that they are to go into all of the world and to preach the good news. That's where we get the word evangelism from, to all of creation. They were to go and to impact every area of society, every realm of influence, every place, whether that was in the high areas of business, politics, education, social justice, uh, the arts and media, every single area they were supposed to go and infiltrate like salt and light, like leaven in the dough, all of those things that Jesus said that the kingdom of God was going to be about. And yet there they were in the euphoria of the celebration of what God was doing in Jerusalem that they never actually stepped 
out of their comfort zone. And so persecution arises. Now, we could argue about whether or not God allowed that or whether or not God used it. What is true is that we know that God is able to take anything that the enemy uses against us and to use it around for his good. And so persecution comes and suddenly they are uncomfortable. Suddenly they've moved from being very comfortable, from being uh, having everything that they need in many ways to being very uncomfortable. And so my first point that I want to say to you today is God sometimes needs to make us uncomfortable so that we will step out of our comfort zones. We love comfort. Don't get me wrong. I love being comfortable. I love having good things. I love to uh, be able to enjoy things and not worry. But so often that kind of lifestyle causes us to become domesticated, emasculated. We become like lions in a cage overfed and underworked and we forget what our purpose was and our DNA and what is within us. We are called to live out an adventure. We are called to step out of the boat and walk on water. We are called to go into the unknown and to see light break out in dark places. Jesus took his disciples into the places they never would have dreamt of going and he expects us to follow in their footsteps. The call of Jesus to take up our cross and follow him is a challenge. It is a challenge to say no to what I want and yes to what he wants. It's a challenge to us and we need to be willing to decide whether or not we're going to take that challenge. And I love that Philip goes to the place where he would have least likely wanted to go. There was no love lost between Samaritans and Jewish people. They considered themselves mortal enemies, one of the other. And yet that was exactly the place where he decided to go. And it was the logical unfolding of the commandment of Jesus, Jerusalem first, Judea and Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. And so there he is in Samaria and he preaches the word of God and God, true to his word, confirms it with signs and wonders following. We all want the signs and wonders, don't we? I mean, I hold my hand up. I want to see God move in my generation. But Jesus said these signs will follow those who believe. Say with me, follow those who believe. That means I've got to be moving, right? If I'm not moving, how can something follow me? I've got to be willing to step into those places so that God can follow it up with his promises. And God was true to his word and it brought incredible joy. The word evangelism, evangelion in Greek, means good news. The message of Jesus is good news, freedom to the captives, delivery to to the oppressed, the opening of the eyes of the blind. It is good news to the poor and to the brokenhearted. When we come, we come with a message of what Jesus has done for us and what he is able to do for those around us. We don't come with a message of condemnation. We don't come with a message of judgment. We come with a message that there is a God in heaven who has come and who has won the battle. The evangelist was a role within the Roman army. When the Romans would conquer a land, the evangelist would then run throughout the land with a trumpet blast and they would go around saying the battle is over. The battle is finished. We have won. And that's what you and I are called to do. We are called to go out and advance the finished work of Jesus. And in the midst of that amazing moment, there then comes a voice from God. The voice says, Philip, I want you to go 
to the road that goes to Gaza. It's a desert road. It is a, a road that wasn't commonly used by people. And I am sure that the first thing that Philip thought was, are you kidding me? This is amazing what's happening here. Why on earth would I want to go? And, you know, if somebody if was in a similar situation, we'd probably say to them, you better really check whether that was the voice of God, because I'm just not so sure. But Philip is obedient. And he's obedient in that moment, even though God has not given him any more instruction. And this is the first step to us seeing God break out in our lives. Will we obey the voice of the Lord even when he doesn't give us the entire blueprint? The scriptures say that his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We want a floodlight to show us the entire uh, journey. And yet God will often only show us enough for the very next step. But all that now follows only happens because Philip obeys that voice. And when he obeys the voice, he finds himself walking on the desert road. He's alongside the carriage of this Ethiopian eunuch, this uh, servant of the queen of Ethiopia. And he meets with him where he is at. He listens to the open door. He hears that the Ethiopian is reading the scriptures aloud and he meets with him and he speaks to him from that place. We need to meet with people where they're at. We need to recognise that where everybody is searching, the scriptures say that God has placed eternity in the hearts of mankind. All we need to do is ask God to just unveil that opportunity for us to be able to speak into it. And so he points him towards Jesus and the Ethiopian readily receives Jesus and he is baptised. And in that moment, Philip is swept away to another place. I want to say to you today, God is looking for people who will listen to his voice. He's looking for people who will allow him to disturb us and to push us out of our comfort zone, to push us into the adventure that he has called us to. He's looking for people who are willing to step out even when we don't know the end of the story yet. We serve the God who knows the end from the beginning so we can trust him when we hear his voice. You might be thinking to yourself, but Joe, I don't hear the voice of God. I would ask you today to really consider how have you heard his voice, but not actually done what he told you to do? Could it be that God is waiting for you to take the steps that he's already told you to take before he tells you to take the next things? Let's be a people that steps out in radical adventure, in radical love, in radical belief in the incredible news that we have, because that news is enough to change the world. God, I pray that you would fill us with boldness. I pray, Lord God, that you would give us a revelation of the amazing nature of your news, that we would step out, that we would be free and passionate in our expression of who you are, Lord, and that as we do, that we would see you work wonders in the lives of the people all around us. In Jesus' name, amen.